Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for joining me yet again today. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, last week's uh, very fun episode, um, my interview with uh, my first interview um, with uh, my husband, Frank Bartlett, who's also a longtime uh, lighting industry <laughs> participant and an electrician. And um, hopefully I'm going to twist his arm to record another podcast with me today. I will go ahead and put it out there. Um, I am leaving on vacation tomorrow. This episode is going to come out the week of Thanksgiving. Um, de- but depending on how excellent I am, um, there may or may not be an episode on Tuesday, November 30th, but there will certainly be one the week after that, but I'm going to try to make it all happen. Um, thank you so much for the support of the podcast and listening and your feedback. Um, I did get a lot of great feedback from, uh, Frank's episode, so That's why I'm going to try to get him to do it again with me. Um, <laughs> it's just not his cup of tea so much. So, uh, we'll see what we can do, but he had a lot of great, uh, response and I appreciate that. And again, thank you all so much for listening and supporting the podcast, patreon.com slash light files. Um, if you want to be a part of our 50 listener challenge and have me try to interview people that don't live in my own house, <laughs> which would be the ideal. Um, all that said, this week, I want to talk about lighting sales agents from my perspective as a showroom owner. So as I continue this discussion uh, for the next several minutes, um, please bear that in mind that everything I'm about to say is really coming from the perspective of an independent lighting showroom owner and what I need and don't need from the sales agents for the lines that I distribute and sell and display in my showroom. Um, there's a lot of other discussion that could be had about sales agents from a manufacturer's point of view, or I don't know, any you name it. Um, I just really want to speak specifically for me as a showroom owner, what I need in a sales agent. And I'm going to sum it up real quick, like, and easy. I need a sales agent that is available to me when I need them. It's just that simple for me. Um, I don't need you to email an agent and, uh, get an answer two days later. I, if I am reaching out, it is because I need something and I want a very quick time sensitive, whatever response now. Okay. And and please understand, I'm not going to be totally crazy about this stuff, but if I send over an email, asking a pretty easy question that maybe you just need to look up or get with the manufacturer. Um, I really expect that done within a few hours or same day. Um, at the very least I am just, I have, and so many lighting showroom owners have so much going on every day in all facets of the business. So, um, for me, I'm not just a salesperson. I'm also making sure the warehouse is running. I'm uh, doing a lot of administrative work. I'm very thankful that I have a, a co-owner who handles all of our like billing and accounting and payroll. And she does all of that stuff for me, taxes, insurance, 
But a lot of lighting showroom owners are doing all of the aforementioned, also managing a sales staff, also managing a warehouse, and also having to deal with customers. So there are a million things going on in one day in all different areas of responsibility. Um, I don't just get to come in and be responsible for selling things to a person. I have to do all of these other things. And I know a lot of um, sales agencies are independent small businesses as well. And so the owners of the agencies um, very much have to go through a lot of the same you know, issues that we as uh, showroom owners do in terms of like the HR and the admin. So I know everyone kind of understands where we're all coming from, but my, that is my number one key for me is to be responsive when I need you. So that's me personally. I maybe will expand this statement a little bit to say in general, the best way a sales rep can help a showroom is by meeting your customer, meeting the showroom where they are with what they need. And I don't necessarily mean physically where they are. Some showrooms that is going to be really important to others like mine. I don't particularly care if my reps come in. Um, If they do great, um, it really does help build a relationship with the sales staff. And I find that to be very important. Uh, But past that, I'm not like, you know, it has been 30 days since I saw uh, rep whomever and they get a black mark because they haven't been in. No, that's just not how I operate. I don't need to see people in person all the time, but some showrooms do. So it's really, it's probably like customer service 101, right? Kind of like what we're doing in the showrooms every day is meeting our customers where they are. And I find that to be incredibly important as a distributor, uh, you know, the being open nine to five Monday through Friday isn't really feasible for when all of the customers that I want to reach, it's not really feasible for when they're shopping. So I need to be more, um, I need to have more broad appeal. I need to have more availability um, so that customers can reach me and my business when it works for them. And so very similarly for a sales agent, I believe that you need to be available for me at your customer when and where I need you to. And I'm not looking for you to do a bunch of other stuff, you know, like that's all just gravy, I guess, if you've got the time for it. But, um, I very, very much value somebody that's incredibly responsive to emails, uh, helps me with any problems I have, uh, is the intermediary between me and whoever we need to talk to at the factory on any number of things, whether that's a billing issue, um, whether it's an inventory issue, whether it's a custom order, whether it's a RGA issue, whether it's a broken what a piece of glass, um, any time that you can take the burden of dealing with all of those little details off of me and just get them handled and the product on the way and my customer's happy, therefore I am happy, <laughs> I really appreciate that. And when it comes to sales agents, I would also really like to point out something that's ever more important. 
in today's day and age and with what everybody has seen in our industry with direct-to-consumer sales, direct-to-the-trade sales, it is really important to me that a sales agent puts me as the lighting showroom first and really tries to work with me. Now, of course, that is a two-way street and that requires a commitment back uh, from my showroom to the sales agent that I am going to, you know, promote line XYZ, that I'm going to have product on display, that I we're going to work out a program for designers to buy or, you know, whatever it is, that's not a one-way thing. But I do absolutely expect sales agents to come to me in my market area with leads so that we can try to gain that business with the showroom together first. I find it very, very frustrating and disheartening when I see ads and I do see them on social media of sales agents promoting out there, designers contact me directly for your pricing. Designers, are you working on a project? Contact me directly. (sighs) And I guess maybe that would be okay if I had the full picture, the full conviction that those sales leads generated by trying to reach out to the design community directly were being funneled back through a lighting showroom for the distribution part of it. But I have to say, I've absolutely lost a little faith in that. I don't fully believe that's what happens a lot. I do believe that, um, Sales agents are managing some of these sales on their own. A lot of agents have, um, you know, office staff now, which is great. It really helps meet all those <laughs> list of demands I just <laughs> that I just went over about responsiveness and everything. So having an office person is incredibly valuable um, for supporting all kinds of customers. But because they have that support in-house and maybe the showrooms aren't keeping them quite busy enough with their needs, they have a built-in person ready, willing, and able to help with orders and quotes to designers. So that's great, but it also just gives one less need for the lighting showroom. And these are agents. They have finished samples. They have fixture samples. They, uh, you know, for a designer who's of the right mind, um, the agent can go directly to the designer, to their office, do the show and tell the product, make the sale. Showroom, in theory, doesn't ever have to be involved and isn't ever involved. And I worry, worry, worry a lot about that. And I understand that we all have jobs and we're all trying to make a living. And I understand there's a lot of uh, pressure on sales agents to sell outside of standard distribution channel. I also understand that um, any sales done on e-commerce in most territories, um, like most e-commerce sales in, in, in sales territories, it's my understanding that generally the sales agent that calls on me and my business doesn't get any part of that, uh, a commission off of the e-commerce that sell into their market area. So that's like kind of a negative all around. So I I totally understand that there's a a way bigger picture here and I'm just really focusing on this narrow slice of it and maybe speaking pretty strongly about my worries. Um, But I do worry about it. I, uh, as a showroom, as a business in general, I think if you asked most of my sales agents, they would say, 
I'm not terribly needy. I don't really need them very much. I hang all my own fixtures. I don't have any, you know, I don't need that support in, in getting display product done. We manage our RGAs as they come in. I don't collect them and wait for somebody to come by. Um, we are very self-sufficient. We are on top of things. Um, so I don't have a lot of daily hands-on need for a sales agent in my business. Hence my point of really communicating with every customer as an agent and finding out what their real needs are, like what's their make or break. Um, if it is just critically important to them that the sales agent is hanging all of their display fixtures, then that's what the agent should be focusing on for that customer. If it's me and my business, your focus needs to be on replying to emails from me and my staff so that we have all the information we need to deal with our customers and to run our business as effectively and efficiently and profitably as we can. I also think it's really critical for sales agents to do product training and to really connect with the sales team. So especially on lines that I have invested heavily in for display, um, I want I want my sales team to have a Dallas market experience about that product without me having to send them all to Dallas. So I don't want, let me explain that a little further. I don't want a sales agent to pull up an iPad <laughs> and just flip through all the screens of the new product. That's sort of a waste of time. I could do that on my own. What I really would like is uh, let's all go to market in January. Let's have sales agents come into my office in February and March, and let's have them really talk about with my sales staff, the product that customers, that shoppers were engaged in at market. Oh, here's, here's the top 10 SKUs that were scanned at Dallas market. And maybe you didn't notice this detail, but here's why this ended up being one of our best sellers. Here's why we think this is a, just a great piece and a great look and very versatile. Like come create some stories around the product that my staff can then take and share with our customers that are shopping in the showroom. Flipping through a slide just to like see all the options and family expansions, um, that doesn't do anything for anybody. It's not helpful. They won't retain anything. But if you come talk about the 10 or 20 best sellers from the line from a market event and really build some stories and uh, explain what, what the feedback was that you were hearing, why they were great sales, um, that's going to go a long way and really resonate with my sales team. That's the kind of product knowledge I want. And that's just on decorative fixtures. Don't even get me started on technical fixtures. There does need to be way more hands-on training of that product. And as the showroom owner and manager, I try to do a lot of that, but as you recall, at the top of this podcast, I'm responsible for a lot of things and it's not just fully uh, training a sales team. My showroom is pretty small. Um, bigger showrooms probably have a bigger staff and budget and ability to have somebody um, that can train staff and really like devote a lot of time to it. But in my showroom, it's definitely something that we all have a hand in in terms of the more experienced staff members. We're all working with the newbies, <laughs> getting them trained up on product knowledge and technical. And it's a whole process because you have to start with the decorative and the bulbs. And then you work your way up to tape light and recessed. And it's not just, uh, you know, 
<laughs> flip a switch, huh? And they get it. It's it's a whole, it's an evolution and it's a step-by-step layering of product knowledge. Um, I just had a one of my salespeople who's been with me over a year do a bunch of tech, tech uh, lighting systems. So uh, low voltage monorail systems in various configurations. And it was a whole learning experience for her, but you know, we we're kind of like reaching the apex of her knowledge. She's really kind of getting all the parts and pieces, all the technical and p- can put it all together. So it's important to me that sales agents facilitate that education. So I would love them to come in when we have some new staff, introduce lines, give some uh, you know broad stroke information, and then come back in a couple months when they've got more knowledge under their belt and maybe do um, you know the next level up of training on a product. And then a few months after that, let's do it again and really keep trying to hit them with additional layers of information. And it doesn't just have to be side note about that particular product line. It could just be about lighting in general. Oh, this product from whomever is great for under counter lighting. And oh, by the way, do you know the most effective way that uh, under counter light should be installed? By this point, some of it should be repetitive for the sales team, but it doesn't ever hurt to hear things again and again. And my last comment about this in terms of coordinating directly with my sales team and making sure they're educated is please only show them product that you know our business is buying. I don't need you to show them new lines that you just got. That's still something that should come to me. I don't want them to be like wildly confused about this brand and that brand. Uh, so let's have a strategy about it. Let's talk about it beforehand if needed. But um, if it's not a line that my showroom is investing much time and energy into, well, I don't really need you to come in and pitch that line to the sales team. I want you to come and focus primarily on the business we already do have, notable things about that. And then over time, as we grow and expand into other lines, well, then we maybe start talking about this other uh, secondary brand that hasn't you know, done much for the store and we go from there. But it really just needs to be a collaborative partnership, sales agent and showroom. And it really needs to be where the agent is listening and responding to the showroom. Very, very important. Listen and respond. Listen, respond. And a time-sensitive, time-understanding uh, response. Understand that we in the showroom ha- generally have customers right in front of us and we're trying to get all this done. So being quick with responses goes so far. Even if the response is just, I got your email and I am working on it. That is just as helpful sometimes as anything else because then I know the, the the issue is being managed and I don't have it, well, it's still hanging over my head, but, but it's not like impending doom. So from my perspective, that's really the key for sales agent and showroom relationship. And I'm just going to at the tail end here, just kind of toss this bomb out Um Many, many, many times, and with some of the lines that I do a lot of business with, I have zero communication with the sales agent. Zero, none. I don't actually need them. Everything I do, I do with the factory directly. I do with the customer service uh, people at the factory direct. That's something. 
I don't know what it is. Manufacturers listening to this, you're going to have your own take on that. Um, showrooms listening to this, I'm sure many of you have the exact same experience with some of your lines that you know that you have a sales agent, you know who they are even, but they are a complete non-factor in your ability to sell and distribute and be a customer of this factory. And what does that mean? And what does that say? And what does that say about relationships not being as strong as maybe they should? Um, what's going wrong and who's to blame there? Um, I don't know, just kind of tossing these questions out here at the end, um, to get your feedback and thoughts on, um, but what about those scenarios? And is that a problem that needs fixed? Is that if it's situation is like that, is it better for just the factory and the showroom to come to an agreement about how they're going to run that business and, and, uh, run their, you know, collective business in that, um, showroom? I don't know. I don't always love it, but uh, it is just a fact of life sometimes. Um, so just something to think about. But sales agents, when done right, when they are supporting my business, when they are bringing sales leads to my business, when we are partnering together and not working at cross purposes, can be really, really valuable. And I appreciate having people that can cut through the red tape when dealing with a factory go right to the person that we need, get the answer, the question answered. Um, it helps so, so, so much. So that's my little hot take today on sales agents. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope that was somewhat valuable. Um, I appreciate your time again. If I'm not able to get another podcast recorded, uh, this afternoon, I will be taking a week off on November 30th, but then we'll be back the week after that. Um, everyone take care and have a wonderful day.